This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for June 28th. First, Utah will see the greatest increase in COVID-19 rates by July 4th. Delaware will see the greatest decrease in cases, according to the forecast from Mayo Clinic based in Rochester, Minnesota. COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations have been rising in the U.S. since mid-April. They are driven by the highly transmissible Omicron subvariants, though emerging data suggests this trend may be slowing. Oklahoma, Mississippi, South Dakota, and Texas are also expecting large jumps in daily cases by July 4th. Dates projected to see the largest fall in daily cases by July 4th includes Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island. Second, a nurse leader has her license reinstated after her hospital lost seven gallons of fentanyl. The New Hampshire Board of Nursing has reinstated the license of Amy Matthews, DNP-RN, who is the chief nursing officer at Cheshire Medical Center in Keene, New Hampshire. Dr. Matthews' license was suspended during an investigation into how more than seven gallons of fentanyl went missing. Regulators investigated how almost 600 bags of fentanyl solution when accounted for at the hospital from September to January. At least 200 bags were allegedly stolen by a former nurse at the hospital who died unexpectedly in early March. According to pharmacy documents cited by the union leader, the former nurse allegedly admitted to taking the solution and using it to cope during work-related stress due to the pandemic. Dr. Matthews was not accused in the involvement of the thefts. The emergency order to suspend Dr. Matthews' license was vacated after a hearing last week. At that hearing, the state's Board of Nursing said a full investigation is ongoing and could lead to final disciplinary action. Tomorrow, the state's Board of Pharmacy will decide whether to suspend or revoke the hospital's pharmacy permit. Third, the Supreme Court sides with physicians in opioid prescribing case. In a 6-3 vote, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in favor of two physicians who were convicted of obstructing the Controlled Substance Act after prescribing hundreds of thousands of opioids. In the majority opinion, Justin Stephen Breyer wrote that the current regulatory language is, quote, ambiguous, unquote. He also mentioned that future cases concerning physicians prescribing controlled substances must prove that one, the treatment lacked a, quote, legitimate medical purpose, unquote, and two, the physician knew so. Experts told CNN the ruling will make it more difficult to prosecute physicians in similar cases. Fifth, long COVID-19 can be hard to recognize in older adults. It is often overlooked in older people despite the age group being at a higher risk to develop symptoms. Nonspecific symptoms like fatigue, weakness, pain, confusion, and increased frailty are often seen in seriously ill older adults. People may think that's just a part of aging. Mounting research suggests that older adults are more susceptible to developing long COVID-19. A study published in the BMJ in February found that 32% of older survivors of COVID-19 have lasting symptoms up to four months after infection. The CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report from May 27th said that one out of every four older adults 
who survived the virus experienced at least one of 26 common long COVID-19 symptoms. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday afternoon? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.